Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sad or was, yeah. and I've broken my phone, and I'm so sad. I'm so fucking sad. Oh my god! Welcome. <laughs> 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 we dissect them. That's fucking great. Uh, Go on, we dissect them. <laughs> we dissect them. I think we should give some context, which is that Tilly's just smashed her phone outside in the street, and yeah. and it's she's spiralling, and I'm struggling to pull her back. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, you've done a good job, actually. I'm I'm all right, guys. I'm all right, guys. Uh, and then we were just having some chats about university, and I got a bit sad because uh, we I were remember... both the outcasts of our theatre society, yeah. basically. But Tilly, look at us now! Look at us now! Josh is going into the bathroom. Josh was the absolute... Josh was mate. the star of yeah. every yeah. single... Yeah. Theater, uh, and now he's absolutely... So and look yeah. at him now. He's in Hellboy, the film? He's in Hellboy, the film, and he's just finished at the RSC. Do you want to do a plug? Uh, What's your spotlight pin, Josh? 82. That's not you. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh is going in the shower if you hear any noises. Of showering, that's him. Josh Fine and everyone, give him a Google. <laughs> give him a Google. He's single. Any any ladies out there? Looking to have some sex and then... Be dumped. Be dumped. <laughs> that's not true, he's lovely. He's a lovely, lovely boy. He is, he's great. He's the best. Um, so yeah, Tilly's deeply depressed. Yeah. I'm alright, I'm just, I'm filled with the kind of self-loathing that really only comes around a couple of times a year. And Is it that bad? You should be in bed eating pizza and watching Mean Girls? Uh, no, because how I cope with it is um, by becoming an extreme control freak. Okay. And controlling every single aspect of my life. So all that wood over there, yeah. I'm going to be taking all that out. Okay. Um, I'm going to be washing the floor of my room with okay. wood spray. Okay. Um, changing all my bed sheets, reorganising all of my room. Does that help? Yeah. Oh, that's it's nice. Down, that's yeah. amazing that you know you've got a mechanism that you know will make you feel better because it's so easy when you feel this bad to just be destructive and make yeah. it worse and yeah. get into a cycle of. Yeah, no, cleaning's really helpful for me. Miss Hinch? I've, I have followed her. Well, the thing is, she doesn't really post any, like, cleaning tips. Have you followed... Are you watching her Instagram stories? No, I just was looking at her... It's all in her Instagram stories. stories. Yeah, so she cleans. So this is Mrs. Hinch, who I'm obsessed with. I don't know if I've mentioned her before. Yeah, you have mentioned her. Many times. She um, cleans all day, every day. Yeah. On her Instagram story. And in as she's sort of live cleaning, she gives really, really useful tips. Because I don't know anything about how to, like, look after myself or be an adult. 
She's Your house amazing though. Is it um, there? The thing is, a woman's work is never done. <laughs> so this week we're talking about Anne Widdicombe. Anne Noreen Widdicombe is an English politician for the Brexit Party. She is a Privy Councillor and was the Conservative Party Member of Parliament for Maidstone from 1987 to 1997 and for Maidstone and The Weald from 1997 to 2010. She was born the 4th of October 1947. <laughs> Joshua. Joshua's just walking out. Sure. Naked. She is 71 years old. Long may she fuck off forever. And... <laughs> um, this is really bad, but obviously she's standing for the Brexit party now. Yeah, that's a new development, isn't it? Yeah, and um, I went on BBC News, which I need to stop doing because I've realised just... It's good to be informed, yeah? Yeah. But I find the more informed I am, the unhappier I am yeah. as a person. And there comes a time where you've got to think, God, I'm just a lizard brain in a meat suit <laughs> and I need to chill out with consuming all this bad yeah. stuff that's going into my it's brain. It's a lot, isn't it? There's a lot happening yeah. at the moment. And I saw her photo on the front page of the BBC News website mm. and my immediate thought was, please be dead. I'm not proud of that because I'm not actually the sort of person who like wishes people to be dead. I'm, I'm not, it's not my main point. But I was like, okay, either politically something's happening... That I disagree You're right, with. so actually best person off. <laughs> oh god. Her reign of of uh, being mean to gay people is over. So then um, did you scroll down and were you really yeah, disappointed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is terrible and we do not condone it. We don't but condone it also it, is quite funny. But also law. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't want to wish anyone dead because being dead not cool. Well you dunno. Well I don't know. You don't know what's gonna happen. Do you believe in afterlife? I dunno. I'm not so uh, arrogant that I know definitely that there isn't one. Yeah. But I don't know, really. What do you think? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> but I would like there to be one. Can and I... I have mad respect for people who have enough hope and joy in their lives that they think that there might be one. Can I tell you what did bum me out this week? Yeah. Guys, if anyone is listening and feeling really existential, then just fast forward about... 20 Actually, seconds. Just don't listen to this episode. We've got loads of other ones. <laughs> we're not going to cheer you up this week. Like... But basically, a coping mechanism for me with like dealing with the fact we're all going to die is that all energy is transferred, so nothing ever actually dies. Yeah. So, like, well, life as we know it might end, but there is another form that your energy will go into. But then I met this scientist who said every time energy is transferred, a tiny bit is lost until eventually all the energy that is being transferred at the moment will lose it and lose it and lo- over billions of years will lose it until there is nothing <laughs> so my one like glimmer of hope of how everything's gonna be okay he was just like nah mate and I was like so how do you like live and not feel just existential dread all the time and he said oh you just don't worry about it just enjoy now <laughs> Like what a psychopath. <laughs> He's in cats at the moment. What? He's in an amateur performance oh. of cats. I'm sorry, this conversation is giving me whiplash. <laughs> I can't fucking cope with this. Because he's enjoying the moment because we're all gonna cats. end. So he's in cats, yeah. And anyone who could be in a production of cats and not feel existential dread is a psychopath. Because <laughs> cats is one of the worst things that humans have ever made. Oh god. Cats and young Sheldon. That's it. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. Who is he? Ed. 
Well, listen, Ed, you're, I'm sure you're a stand-up guy. Oh, he's, lo- he's lovely, but he has ruined my life. Yeah. Well, the good thing about that is that Anne Widdicombe will eventually be erased. That's true. From existence entirely. So, should we talk about Anne Widdicombe? I found this really amazing article, which really, rather than listen to us, people mm. should go and read, which is the Huffington Post. It's written by Chris York, and it's Anne Widdicombe explained depending on how old you are, and it sort of goes, it first deals with age 16 to 25, yeah. and then 25 to 34, and then 35 to 45, because something I'd not quite realised is that a lot of people's only experience of her is her on Celebrity Big Brother and Strictly Come Dancing. Mm -hmm. And all those people really like her because she's put herself in these very sort of personable places Mm. where you think she's a bit of a batty, fun-loving old auntie who can do no harm. Because she's just been dragged along the dance floor. (laughs) There was no other description for what happened. Yeah, there is no other description at all. Um, did you watch her on Celebrity Big Brother? Um, I've seen clips of Courtney Act mm. very graciously trying to make Anne Widdicombe less of a hateful bigot. Mm-hmm. Unsuccessfully. She still came second, though, because we love hateful bigots. Yeah, we love... Do you know what? In this country, we just love a fun, hateful bigot, don't we? Those guys. Those guys are just figures of fun, aren't they? <laughs> just figures of fun. Yeah. Until Brexit happens, and then... She used the fact she came second in Big Brother. She wrote this article for the Radio Times about how women have won and we should stop moaning. Mm. And because all these particularly older women were um, discussing the fact that they don't get as many opportunities as older men, and she was saying, well, I'm an older woman and I came second on Big Brother. And then she listed all the other people who'd done well on Big Brother as her kind of, like, go-to for women doing well. Yeah, without realising that women over 50 are probably one of the biggest demographics of people watching Big Brother. (laughs) And also, women over 50 probably want to do more than come second in Big Brother. (laughs) They've got bigger ambitions in their life. They just, you know, want to be visible in public life. (laughs) She has always voted against any laws that are about gay marriage or gay equality. I've got a voting record. Sure, I've got a voting record. Yeah, do you want to play a bit of a game of what did she vote for? Yes. Okay, how many times do you think she voted against equal gay rights? Well, how many votes have there been? This is between 1999 and 2008. Okay, so 1999. So the lift on the ban of the criminalisation of gay sex. Look at you with your... Because there used to be the age of consent for gay men was 18 and then it was brought equal with straight people. When was that, do Um, you know? I'm pretty sure it was 1998. So I don't, I mean, I think I can guess how she voted. Um, but no, these are so, okay, just to clarify. And I'm going to go with any time she got the fucking opportunity. Well, there's no question she always voted against it. Yeah. And it was 13 times. Actually, I was going to say 13. Go on, say it and I'll edit it in. Okay. Um, was it 13 times? You got it! It was. Oh, wow. It was. Oh, my God, I'm just so engaged in politics all the time. How many times do you think she's voted against laws to promote equality and human rights? <laughs> uh, oh, wait, in 2009. Just in 2009. Just in 2009. What was going on in 2009? Well, it was before it all went very, very wrong. Was it? I mean, it still wasn't going great. 
Mm. But it was before... 2010's the big year, isn't it? When the... We had Gordy Brown in oh, 2009. Yeah. Gordy Babe. Still in office calling people who are bigots bigots. <laughs> oh, bless him. Have you seen his video that he's done recently for the Jewish Labour Party? Yeah. Being like, anti-Semitism is bad. And no one asked him to. Him. Yeah. So how many times oh, in 2009? <laughs> uh, just in 2009. In 2009. 8,003. <laughs> Three times. Three times, yeah. How many times do you think she voted for mm. the use of UK military forces in combat operations overseas between 2002 and 2003? So, was she in favour of the Iraq war? Oh, yes, yeah, she loves the Iraq I'm war. I'm going to guess that she was. Yeah, but then we've got... So, she voted for the Iraq war five times. She voted for the use of military forces in combat overseas three times. And yeah. once against. Um, to be fair to her, though, she also voted for the inquest into the war in Iraq after it happened. Oh, right, yeah. So she looked <laughs> at the mess that had been done. And she thought, oh, probably shouldn't have done yeah. that. So after spilling red wine on the couch, she did run to go and get a bottle of white wine to see if it was true, if you could get white wine out with red wine. Is that true? Yeah, you can. I've seen it done. But only in the immediate aftermath. Can I tell you some celebrity gossip? Yes. I was at a poetry reading with Kit Harrington. Yeah. And he accidentally knocked a whole bottle of red wine onto a carpet, picked up a whole bottle of white wine and poured the entire thing over the bottle that he'd just spilt and it did nothing. And then he just... <laughs> like poured two full bottles of quite expensive wine onto this really expensive carpet. No, I said anything because he's Kit Harrington. Because he's Kit Harrington, and he was so embarrassed because oh, he's lovely. Apparently, he's so nice. Nice, Do you Kit Harrington. We love you, Come Kit. Come on, anytime. Um, Along with John Gummer MP, she converted from the Church of England to the Catholic Church following the decision of the Church of England to let women yeah. be priests. She hates women. Yeah, man. She hates us. And therefore herself a little bit, and isn't that sad? It is sad. The thing I always think about Anne Widdicombe is we should measure her by her views and the ways that she's voted and the things that she's done, which we'll talk about more in a minute. Yeah. Something that I think both is awful, but also allows her to get away with a lot of the views that she has, is that the constant focus of the way people talk about her is the way that she looks. And um, the Louis Theroux documentary... I love Louis Theroux, but so much of it is about her image, but also her personal life and her relationships, which I know is kind of the point of the documentary. In theory, she should have known that signing up, but she says in the documentary that she didn't and that she was assured it wouldn't be about that. And he asks her so much about her sex life. Because apparently she's a virgin. Oh, is she? Yeah, but apparently... Well, so this is the thing. is Obviously, like, everyone's very intrigued by that, yeah. but she's just very private. She was someone on Radio 4 said that she'd had sex and she said if anyone accuses me of that then they sh- then uh, I'll sue them implying that she's not had sex but then I don't know because then later she was like I was misquoted so what was the was the documentary like really sympathetic um it was just Louis being Louis he's just yeah. following around trying to be a mate <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really sweet he's being so needy he just really desperately wants her to like him and by the end why? she does why because it's Louis 
I don't know if she's still got it, but on the Louis Three documentary, they she's got this strange website called like Widdy witty.com or something and she posts like haikus and limericks and pictures of her cats okay yeah go off yeah <laughs> but like it's all really curated i think to make her seem well in fact someone says it in the thing they're like we purposely trying to make her look a bit kooky to be likable like it's all an yeah. like, image that's quite well curated um but i also think she has had a really hard time of people really like delving into her personal life of like why she hasn't got married and um, well, this is the thing, it shouldn't be relevant to someone being a politician. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be relevant what they look like, what gender they are, what religion they are. Unfortunately, the society we live in, everyone's identity is politicised. And yeah. for years she has told gay people how they should live their lives. Mm. And so that does open you up to a certain amount of what are you doing? What are you doing specifically with your life? And I don't like that really, but I get why it happens. Yeah. But I don't like that because I don't, I think that's really unfair and sad to be like, oh, ha ha, she's a virgin and she's, apparently she really likes cats and she loves cats. Um, you know, she writes weird poems and stuff and, and that all sounds nice to me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Also, do you know, there's nothing to suggest that someone doing all those things is not living. A full life. And we shouldn't be criticising her of those things. We should be criticising her of her policies and politics. Mm. Did you see that she formed the Women and Families for Defence group in 1983 with Lady Olga Maitland and Virginia Bottomley, which I think sounds like very posh porn star names, yeah. um, which was essentially an om- opposition group to um, Green, and Co- Green and Common because... Anne Widdicombe is, like, really pro-nuclear weapons. She, she's pro-nuclear. She loves it. She loves those nukes. She loves the nukes. Would she support strapping some of her cats to <laughs> a nuke? I think she'd love that. Yeah. Get what rock. about nukes powered by cats, Anne? Cats are inside, peddling. Sounds like her dream come true. Yeah. I think, and then that's, I think Margaret Thatcher really, they got on really well because they both love nukes. Yeah. They bonded over they their... bonded over nukes. Over their love of nukes. There's something phallic about nukes, isn't there? Oh. Not to read into the fact that she's a virgin, but, you know... Oh, my God, you think Big she... missiles being fired by Tony Blair in his <laughs> office. I don't think she likes Tony Blair. No, but you know what I mean. Nigel Farage. No, yeah, big nukes being fired by Nigel Farage. Mm. But she gets off to that. It looks like you're getting off to that. I am not. (laughs) Listen, I can't take any more woundings to my pride today. We're just sitting here in the dark, by the way. It's slowly gone dark around us. I was thinking, should we switch the light on? Would you like a light on? Go on. Let's treat ourselves to some electricity. Both? That's nice, thank you. Thank you. Oh, I feel so much better. Yeah, I feel better now. Oh, look at that. Let there be light. Sorry to just list all the bad things she's done. Yeah, no, please do. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Did you see that she was pro... You've got to be careful the way you frame things. She was pro... Does she love something that's bad? <laughs> she loves... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that she hates a specific group of people for no good reason. Pregnant women. Oh, great, yeah. In prison. So what she, what? Lo- what she loves is pregnant women in prison being strapped up <laughs> when they are... When something... Was it when they're giving birth? Or when they're having... When something's happening? Let me look this up. She was, like, really pro-pregnant women being strapped up. Again? Again, you're just sounding like this is a specific... <laughs> Fetish. Look, we're doing it now as well. We're like, ooh, filthy ass. but it is interesting, because it, there's, a, there's a fine line between judging someone and l- looking at the things that they do and comparing that with their views and seeing how they intersect yeah. and if they intersect and why. Yeah, you are right. Um, sorry. <laughs> you know I want an ice cream. <laughs> Shall I get you an ice cream? No. Would I that make you feel better? One. Would it make you... One. Oh, come on. No, I don't even know where that is. Do you it's like just... ice cream? Not anymore. <laughs> Not since the accident. <laughs> you don't like anything anymore. No. Oh my God, I'm just scrolling through the things that she did. She said anybody can get help for anything from psychotherapists in this country, except apparently gays who do not want to be gays i.e she's pro conversion therapy great cool normal oh she thinks climate change is a lie as well oh cool cool, cool she cool. says there is no climate change hasn't anybody looked out of their window recently to be fair she did say that in 2009 and you now look out your window and literally the world is on fire yeah so she might have changed her mind she also said she about has. the death penalty it should be available to use for the most heinous of crimes Sorry to just list out bad things on yeah. this happy day. That's the thing about the death penalty, though. It doesn't make anything better. Did you know that, that we do still have the death penalty? What? For high treason. So I was reading about it because, you know, there's been this leak um, from the cabinet and they're trying to find out who the leak is because the leak has uh, broken the Secrets Act. The leak about the Huawei... Correct. Okay. So this is the... You explain it, because I... I don't understand. Okay, good, great. Thank you for listening to <laughs> There's been a leak, guys, and it's bad. There's been a leak at the very top, and they don't know who's done it. It's someone in Cabinet. It must be, because it's from a Cabinet meeting. You are... There are certain meetings that you're, like, under COBRA, or, like, you're signed... You have to sign, like, official... The Official Secrets Act. If you break the Official Secrets Act, the um, punishment for that is de- the death penalty. I mean, MI5 would just kill you anyway and make it look like an accident. So. They love doing that. <laughs> Those guys. Those guys. Here we go. Here you go, what? So basically, in 1996, 
Widdicombe was serving as the Tory Minister for Prisons and defended the government's policy for shackling pregnant prisoners when they were receiving care. She said some MPs may not like to think that a pregnant woman would not or could not escape. Unfortunately, this is not true. It's not funny, I'm just imagining like a pregnant woman like doing a Houdini and just like <laughs> just running down the corridors holding her baby. It's just slipped out of her. It, yeah. Yeah. So she wants to hang, handcuff women while they're in labour. Stop it. What? Oh, I thought you were making it filthy. No, I wasn't. I was saying that's bad. That's bad and you shouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's bad and you shouldn't do that. Yeah. If you want my opinion. The end. The end. Bottom line. Cut and dry. Should we do the last five minutes of the show yeah. and try and make it fun? <laughs> okay, doing the last five minutes of the show and try and make it fun. Okay. Okay, I'm fun, I'm fun, I'm fun, I'm fun, I'm normal, I'm normal, I'm normal, I'm normal, I'm fun, I'm fun, I'm fun, I'm fun. Just a normal girl in the world trying to be normal. Tilly, we're keeping a document of what is the worst day of your year. We've got it on, we've got it recorded for you to listen back to when you're having a bad day. I'm just going to say, listen back to the episode about Anne Widdicombe and remember, you don't feel as bad now as you did then. I started this day with such high hopes. I'm so sorry. Such high hopes for myself. Will make you feel like that's something. <laughs> what just happened? Did I you switch off. I lost all capacity to form a full sentence because I think I have this theory that when I mean it's true when you're in the room as, same room as someone, your heart rates sink. Is that not true? Is that oh. pseudoscience? I read that your heart rates m- meet each, match each other. So you know sometimes you can just tell someone is anxious and you don't know why, they're just emitting something. Even when they're performing that they're oh. fine. Your heart rate goes up. Am I being Phoebe no. from Friends? Your heart rate goes up. Okay, yeah. No, I believe you. I've just never heard of it before. Your heart rate slows down when you're with someone chilled. They oh. make you feel chilled. You're uh, disassociating. Mm. <laughs> I'm now picking it up, having a full blown. That's fine, mate. Be out of your body. It's okay. Listen, <laughs> we can all be out of our bodies from time to time. And you'd be surprised the the, the high level shit you can get done yeah. when you're not even in your own physical body. <laughs> Let me tell you. Here's a list of some things that I've done while not in my own physical body. Mm. Number one, go out with my friends. Number two, make a cup of tea. Number three, write scripts. Mm-hmm. Number four, go on stage and perform stand-up comedy to an audience of drunk people. Oh, that's the best one. That's... Number five, be here with my friend Helen. <laughs> Number six, I'm an ink. Number seven, listing all the things yes! that you do when you're dissociating. <laughs> and later you're going to move that pile of wood from the corner of yeah, your room. To try and feel like I've got control. Right, let's wrap this up now. <laughs> and Widdicombe, you've ruined us. So she's bad. Also, what's blown my mind this week is that she's running for the Brexit party, yeah? Yeah. And everybody's acting really surprised, like we didn't already know that she's a massive bigot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's just happened is I've basically pulled a face that I've never pulled before. I have absolutely no idea where it came from. I think I might have been possessed by a ghost. You look like I was possessed with a ghost and you were seeing that coming out of my eyeballs. Mm -hmm. That was terrifying. 
that was the most frightening thing, single most frightening thing that has ever happened in my life. It was like what, you had more a... terrifying than the man from Luther sticking his tongue out. More terrifying than oh, that. What, am I more scared than Luther's tongue out? Your face just changed. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, but it is always that thing of like the like I said earlier, the British ha ha the fun bigots, oh the fun fun bigots, yeah. and then like Jacob Rees-Mogg will be like. I hate all of the gay people. Mm. And then they'll be like, oh, Jacob, oh, don't say that, Jacob. Oh, well, ha, ha, you're just a nice guy with your tweed suits. No, he hates all gay people. Yeah. And people don't fucking take it seriously or until more... they come out with some stupid shit and then yeah. everyone else looks... Yeah. Or more scary than that, we legitimise those people, the Jacob Rees-Mogg's, and then they legitimise the people who hate all the gay people. Yeah. Um, and that's... And Widdicombe, sorry to rely on the Louis Theroux documentary, but it's interesting when she walks around, the time the documentary's made, she's got no um, loyalty in Parliament because it's basically the Tory leadership and she's having to support someone else, even though she wanted to go for it, because she's not got the support in Parliament, but she's got the public support massively. And it's the same with Celebrity Big Brother. Mm. She didn't, for a while, have the support in the house. I know that she, like, apparently they all made friends by the end. But she kept getting voted out every week Mm. by the house. But she had masses of support from the public. And it's interesting that the people who know her best don't trust her. But the people who have just been sold the kind of persona of her are all like, we love Anne. She's fabulous. She's oh, I like her cardigans. <laughs> I like her poems about her cats. Yeah, I don't know. And why. even though I know she hates all those people, I do too. Yeah, but also I you, do, too. do too. Not me. I'm being Doreen. <laughs> <laughs> Doreen. 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 Someone wants to make me. Um... Move you, please don't. <laughs> it is an interesting time in politics though the fact that she's left the conservative party when she has been such a loyal member of the conservative party she's in her 70s mm. for her whole political life and then this is the thing she's close to the grave isn't she she's trying to join <laughs> and do something cool trying to do something but interesting I think politics is shifting because there's that and then you've got the change UK party who ironically don't want to change anything they're the worst name party in the anywhere you've seen the logo fuck yeah. me it's bad it's all it's horrendous it's like a worse version of the independent talent logo <laughs> you know independent the agent I'm not slagging them off no I'm not slagging off independent you know go off but their logo is just black and white and it's like independent talent and there's like a line and it mm. looks cool it looks cooler than the logo of change, UK. Of change uk or change.org is that but one. this is the thing i got it's the same bad name guys yeah but isn't it kind of meaningless because essentially what all these splits are, are just people the same people trying to further their own ends desperately to- trying to further their own ends. totally but what it's doing is what it is it is going to water down mm. the way that things, the systems things have been relying on for a long time and it will be really interesting to see what happens mm. because Change UK is so the kind of thing that it's really easy to like make fun of now but it might be that in a few years' time, like when we used to laugh about leaving the European Union, now we're leaving. Yeah. Like, I just don't know. Yeah. And the fact that all, you know, the fact that all these people are slightly moving around and power structures are slightly moving around... Maybe it'll all come to nothing. But I think it's a sign that the structures that we currently know are cracking and won't 
last for much longer. I just hope when the revolution happens, yeah, that, like, it's good. It's ours. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, great to see you. <laughs> so, you did a really good job. We're going to launch our Patreon later for this really successful <laughs> podcast that we've been doing really, really successfully. This is Can the I worst just... episode ever, isn't it? This is the worst one we've done. Yeah, yeah. without doubt. Thanks yeah. if you've made it all the way to the end. Should we put this out? Should I? Should we say that I've had a hemorrhage? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have. Yeah. Do you want to do us so that was Alan Widdicom or should we just stop talking? <laughs> Um, Do you know what? I think that um, this will be our last ever bitchin'. Don't say that because I will cry. Oh my god, it's the, only the beginning today. We're setting up our Patreon today. Yeah. Because the thing about us is, despite our incompetence mm. and stupidity, we absolutely believe in ourselves. <laughs> and that is the American dream, people. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Brexit future. And we've done lots of other good episodes, so... And I'm, I'm hoping that some of you listen to those and you like them. And send me £10, everyone who listens to this, so I can get my phone fixed. Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, please uh, tell a friend. Rate us five stars on iTunes. If you didn't like the podcast, just be quiet. Just be... If they didn't like the podcast, they will not have got to this point. It's... Well, if you're here, I mean... I hope you're okay. That's Listen, guys, I hope that you're all getting the help that you need. We're about to get Tilly the help that she needs. <laughs> I'm going to put her to bed, and yeah. I don't want anyone to be worried about her because she's got a lot of people who love her. Mm. And Helen sent me £30. So. <laughs> Look, I just thought if I send £30, I'm going to persuade mm. Josh to send £30. He's not going to send me £30. He is. You've never met Josh. <laughs> I know he's Josh. going to say he's going to send me £30. Josh? He's not going to... Will you send Tilly thirty pounds? You're not going to send me thirty pounds. <laughs> Josh, he's not in two minds. He's Go saying, on. He's saying he's going to send the money because of you. Josh, what because about fifteen pounds? Because he wants you to to like him. That's what's happening here. Josh, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not about me. If we can find, it's not about me. It's if about we can you. find four more people, <laughs> and we do fifteen each. Then I'll do that. Yeah. Right. Go okay. on. Because it was t- nothing to do with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you were there. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Josh, will you send me £15 now? Huh? We yeah. Go on then. Well, it doesn't matter because either way it's a contribution, isn't it? Mm. Whether she gets to the people or not. Yeah, I guess so. No, do you know what Josh Finan's <laughs> going to do for me? I will, yeah. He's going to go to Tesco. Yeah. And he's going to make us a delicious, delicious dinner. Yeah. Oh, he's a good treats cook. And, and fun things. Yeah. And we're going to watch a, a, a Marvel film together. Yeah. Oh. Uh, do stand-up next week if anyone wants to come. So I will be Wednesday 1st of May. I will be at Rocks at the Washington off of London. I think it's in Belsize Park. Oh yeah, that is a place. And then on the 2nd of May, I'm doing the wonderful gig Funny Feckers in Camden Town, which is always a good night. I'll be there on the Thursday, sitting in the audience drinking. Oh, are you going to come on Thursday? Oh, okay, great. I'll drink a G&T. Harley's coming as well, so that'll be nice. Come on, guys, come and join us. Come on down, you can meet the stars of the Bitchin' Podcast. (laughs) That's us! That's us! Or, if you're a Tommy Robinson fan, you can come and murder us with a machete. Oh, we hope to see you there. We really do. Love you, bye. Love you.
you've been listening to Bitchin, a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Monk. Our music was by Dave Cribb and our artwork was by Luke W. Robson. Josh lived with me for a little while. Did he? For about four weeks. Did you get on living with him? I loved living with him. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I loved living with him. The thing that all my flatmates say yeah. is that he has... Oh, he's the one with the very loud laugh. Yeah. It filled the house with joy. It's great when he's laughing at a joke you've done. That's oh, like, you feel so you good. Feel like the funniest person on earth. Maybe we should just get a little track of him laughing and put well, it... we've out. got it now. I've recorded it. <laughs> so we can just put it in whenever there's a... Whenever there's something... That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> 